Welcome to Be Wise, Marketing Strategies for Education Companies, where we'll share actionable tips for incorporating strategic marketing into your business. Email is an effective marketing platform, especially when you're trying to reach educators at schools and universities. It does work and they are checking their email constantly. And really, you need to just be really thoughtful about what you're sending so that you can get their attention when they're scanning through their inbox. It's also a cost-effective way of getting in front of people. Once you have your email platform, you know you could send emails through there, and it's a lot less, less expensive than doing something like running ads or sponsoring a conference. I will say it's not something that you could rely on solely. It should be a part of your overall marketing mix, but it is something that you should learn to get good at um, because it could make a big difference for your education company. So I'm going to give you some tips based on some of the experiences that I've had in writing effective emails that are targeting people who are working at K through 12 schools and universities. The first tip, and this goes for any type of marketing, is to put yourself in the shoes of the people that you are reaching out to. This goes back to creating, doing the work to create buyer personas and really trying to put yourself into the role that someone is going through in their, in their job. So whether it's a teacher or a professor or a business manager or, um, you know, the, an administrator, like a principal or superintendent, like they all have different things that are going on during their day. And the first thing for you to think about when you're writing the emails are like, what are they doing? What are their priorities? And how do I fit in? That goes into how you are messaging and like what you're writing, but also your cadence. So if the school is on break or they're on summer vacation or they just had a PD day, those might not be the best times to be reaching out to them. So you want to be thinking about that and then also thinking about what your follow-up is. They, you know, they do have a lot going on and you want to try to space out your messages and, you know, maybe follow up with them every two to three weeks instead of every week or every other day. You don't want to get to the point of where you're annoying them and bogging down their inbox. So just overall, tip number one, think about what they're going through and how you could help and fit into them. The next tip is thinking about, you know, what is one key insight around each of these personas, each of these people that you're reaching out to that will help you stand your message stand out. So for example, and this is really high level, but if you were targeting K through 12 schools with something in general, those schools are not always open to being like the first person to adapt something new. They have a lot of stakeholders and sometimes it's easier for them to make a decision on buying something if they know that other schools have seen success with them. So if your product um, you know, has been used by other schools, then you want to be highlighting that in your emails, you know, sharing case studies or testimonials or even names of other schools that you've worked with. And that is something that, you know, is an insight 
that could appeal to K through 12. That's really broad. Once you get into more specifics, you might find an, an even better insight to highlight within that email. Um, on the flip side, universities, it's a really competitive market out there, and they want to know that they are using something that's going to help them stand out and set them apart because you know they're trying to get students to enroll with them and not another university. So you want to come up with messages around the insight that universities want something that's going to help them stand out. So what can you do to highlight in your message that, you know, this is something innovative and new that can really help them. The third tip works best if you're, um, you know, going after multiple people within one school or within a university because it's more specific or if you're writing emails to help your sales team. Um, and this is around doing the extra work of researching the institution that you're reaching out to. There's a lot of public information out there around what schools are working on, what they're looking for, and the more work that you could do to understand, you know, what's going on in their world, the more personalized your message can be, which will help you stand out because not a lot of people do that. So for example, for K through 12, I mean, there's, you know, it will depend on what you're selling and what kind of information you need to look up. But, you know, there's things like what's the school mission, looking at like the letter from the principal to get an idea for what's going on at that school. If you're targeting teachers, some of them have um, class websites that are linked from the school website. If you are targeting something that's more high, high level and more of a long-term solution, look up the district strategic plan. So there's a lot of information out there. Um, that you could find for on the K through 12 side. And again, it's going to vary depending on like what you're, what you're selling, what data you need to look at. Similarly for universities, if you're reaching out to um, professors or administration on the university level, there's, I mean, they're always sharing um, information out on their website, look at their, um, their news channel, look at their department pages, faculty bios um, about the, about the university, their strategic plan, um, look at their social media, all of that information and that added research. And it doesn't need to take that long. Um, it will, that's what's gonna make you be more effective in tying in what you have to sell to what is going on with them. Now that you know, you know, who who you're trying to target, what what's going on in their role, what's an insight that you could pull and highlight, what's some information about what's going on at their institution. You have an idea for what the message is that you want to send to them. And now the next step is around constructing that email into email best practices. So I'll highlight some of those. Um, one is when you're writing the email, the subject line is usually like an afterthought. <laughs> For a lot of people, or it's like one of the last things that you're writing, but it's actually the most important. That's the thing that's that's going to get their attention first. That's what they're looking at in their inbox. So the subject line and the first line of your email, those that's where you really need to get their attention. Um, and so you, in those 
in the subject line and in the the first sentence of your email. You want to, you know, try to hook them in with the insight that you had highlighted or some information that you found about their their institution or their their class, and um, you want to include any keywords that you know you think will get their attention. And then when it comes to the subject line, there's been um, research that has shown that the subject line should be six to seven words to be most effective. So try to get it down to just a few, just, you know, six, between six and seven words and trying to get, you know, their initial attention in their inbox. The other thing to do is by, is looking at the format of your email the email, this isn't an area where you need to get, you know, like you're writing a, an English essay where you need to have like three sentences per paragraph and all that. It's more around visually, like how does the email look and how does it flow together? So you want to, when you, after you write your email, first of all, you want to make it brief to the point. People are on the move. They don't have time to read through a long email. A lot of them are on their phone. So try to keep it to like three different sections. Um, and within that, you want to format it so that there's maybe like one sentence, a space, two to three sentences, a space, another sentence, and a call to action. So you want to be looking at like the spacing between what you're writing more so than you would in like any other form of communication. And this is because people are just, they're scanning through. The last tip that I'll share is around how you're going to get your message across. So you know generally what you're going to say, what's going on with them, you know how to format the email, and now it's how you're going to get the message across. So one format that I like to think about is a copywriting format called ADA. So it's A-I-D-A, and that stands for attention, interest, desire, and action. So you're basically through your email, trying to tell that storyline. So you want to start off with, um, you know, through your subject line, the beginning of your email, something that's going to get their attention. Then you want to come up with something that's going to get their, their interest. So maybe this is where you could share something about that you found that's like personalized to the research that you found around that person or that school that you're reaching out to and then desire. So bring them in with a little bit of, um, information around how you could help, how your product could help them. Or maybe this is where you're talking about, you know, these are other schools that have used the same thing and have been been successful. And then action. And for the action, you want to leave some kind of very clear, like one call to action that you want them to take. So something like, you know, reply back to learn more or here, let's schedule time to talk, like something that's really straightforward and one thing that you want them to do so that they don't get, you know, overwhelmed and confused about like what the next thing is, make it really easy for them. So that's what I have to share about, um, about effective emails. They, you know, it does, it, it does take time to think about your emails in this way, but in the long run, it will help. And once you have a framework set up, you can tweak them as you go on um, so that you could use them for multiple outreach campaigns. 
Before we close out, I just wanted to tell you about a marketing bootcamp that I'm going to be running. It's a marketing strategy bootcamp for edtech founders, where you will learn in a lot more depth about some of the things that I talk here around marketing strategy, and you'll get some tips for how to apply that to your education company. It starts May 9th. It's a mix of online videos and quizzes, and um, you'll be able to download some templates and documents that I use. Plus, there are a mix of um, a couple of live sessions where you meet other EdTech founders. You'll get feedback from myself and a teacher on your value proposition, and then you'll get one-on-one coaching at the end um, from myself. So I hope to see you there. If you want to learn more, you could go to courses.wisemarketingstrategy.com. Hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found this helpful, please rate it and subscribe so you can be notified when we release our next episode. If you would like more marketing strategies or want to learn more about how we help entrepreneurs of education companies save time and grow their business as a fractional CMO, visit us at wisemarketingstrategy.com. Thank you.